0: You're listening to That Park Life Podcast. From attraction deep dives, to resort rundowns, to cast member chats. They're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg! Greg! Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I think we should just go by that ship life podcast this week. That port life. So that there's got to be a better Sunday name because we're. That I like port, port life. life better. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I went on a cruise. So, thank you, everyone, for um, you know being patient with our absence for a week, so I could sail around America okay. and Mexico. <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: Was it scary out there?
0: Have I told you about my irrational fear of the ocean?
1: No. I don't think we talked about so, this. So
0: um, it's not just oceans. It's mm-hmm. lake water. It's water in general where I can't see what's in it. But the the only thing that's worse is I can see what's in it. So I don't know how to explain it. Oh. I just, I literally had nightmares about being in the ocean. Like, I don't know. I just like the idea of whale poop floating around. I don't know. There's something about it. So um, being out on the, I don't know if you were serious with your question, but, you know, at night... Especially where like it's that time of the night where it's dark, but not like super dark. So you can still see into the distance, but it's like dark. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's nighttime. Um, That was a little much, it turns out. It's actually terrifying because it's just like the great abyss. You just can't like you don't know what anything is and at any moment. Yeah,
1: it is weird at nighttime when you just look out of like off the boat. Mm. and You're like, what? Where are we? Like we could be anywhere. Anywhere. But in the daytime, isn't it? Isn't it crazy how blue the ocean is when you get out there? Like, it looks fake. You're like, this is fake. It's incredible how blue it is. Yes. So Um, grateful to have... It's kind of scary if you sit and look over the edge for long enough.
0: That's the thing is, you know, grateful to have had a a room with a veranda in it. We'll get into that in a moment Mm
1: because it was nice to be
0: able to just look out there, you know, in the privacy of your room.
1: But weren't you in the water at some point? I feel like you did some stories where you're like standing in the water.
0: I'll talk about it. Don't worry. You're going to hear Greg talking a whole lot today. Because obviously he's uh,
1: terrified for his life, no, everyone. But he did it for you. I did it for he did you. It for, he did it for the. You pod. better be grateful. <laughs>
0: so, um, before we, well, um, let us pause yes. because,
1: um, I first want to talk about the big news that happened. I don't know if you've heard about this, oh. but if you've been following the Alex Murdoch case, Who Um, it's over with, and he was convicted. Some people know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I've been talking to a few people on the Patreons about it. Um, yeah. And so that was like the big to-do while you were gone. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Some of us were here watching trials upon trials <laughs> upon trials. So we're putting in the work for you. Well,
0: I'm glad we all had I'm glad fun you of were
1: out just gallivanting on the seas <laughs> that you're terrified of. Anyway, it's so terrifying. but I'm what I'm if, here for. What it. What if here I, here I fell in the ocean
0: content. and there was like uh, not even a shark? I'm not afraid of shark attacks. I'm just afraid of like animals that I think are gross looking. I think is what it is. I'd
1: be like, he can swim, but he's terrifying. Like that fish that looks like an old grumpy man. Yeah, just like those the whole thing. Those are all like bottom dwellers, though. But. I I mean, I wouldn't say it's an irrational fear. Like, it's a fear well, that people have. The
0: reason why I say it's irrational, and I I promise we'll get to a point somewhere where we're talking about the actual cruise, but the reason why I say it's irrational is I have not had a traumatic experience in a body of water that I could think of.
1: So right. I don't know why. That's what we're saying. I don't know why. Yeah. Like,
0: what's, why is it a trigger if it's not, nothing's it's happened? Maybe it's
1: fear of the unknown. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I've if never just... drowned. Maybe that's the control part mm. coming out of you. Like, you have to know what's in the water. Isn't that weird? Like, I am so high, I'm high anxiety or whatever, but like, I don't care what's in the water. Like, I'll go in the water. That's not something that freaks me out. God, I'm sweating.
0: Sweating thinking about. But
1: I was really sad that I never had in the big <laughs> blue world. <laughs> yeah, I was. I feel like you could have found that to put on that story, but that's what it well, made me think of when you well, were that's no the, like... I
0: disappointed you. So. Um, before we sailed, I did post to our Instagram asking you all if there's anything you wanted to see, any questions you wanted to ask that I might be able to answer or pay attention to or show while I was on the cruise. Some of the ones that I'm able to answer, I will do so today, um, along the way here. So my goal today is to just talk about some general info about the cruise, because obviously there are multiple Disney Cruise Line ships. Some are different, you know, they are kind of, were created in sets basically, um, the only yeah. other ship I've been on was the Wonder, if you remember from that episode uh, a few months ago now in, in September, Oh, mean. Yes.
1: So basically if you are terrified of water um and but you like cruises, like this is the podcast for you to listen yes. to. So And if you're worried you.
0: about motion sickness, <laughs> if you're worried about the food yeah. options, if you're, you want
1: to know all about if it.
0: you're worried about what your stateroom is going to be like, if it's too small or the hallways too narrow, these are all things I'm always worried about on cruises. Am I going to feel claustrophobic? All that stuff. So this is my yeah. second cruise, when we, but
1: when we get to the room, I have a comment about the um, the bathroom. Okay. So
0: this is my second me. cruise, but the first time where I'm not working. So although I was on the ship for the seven nights, I most of my time was spent working, and we had a little bit of playtime, but mostly yeah. working. So this is the first and time you where are with other I could like
1: other people. You didn't. You were by yourself in your I room. I was
0: in yeah, in the room by myself and with coworkers in general, but we all had separate rooms, which was very nice. So anyway, yeah. um looking to talk about just some general um information about this particular cruise. You better believe I went on the cruise tour, like a forty five minute tour of the ship that was um you know, it's... the the guy told us it was a sixty page script. I'm like, yeah, the big nerd in me was like, Yes, perfect. I want to hear oh all gosh. sixty pages. So I, have, I brought some of those little factoids from that little tour. I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but there's a couple of things that apply to cruises in general that we learned and then this specific ship. Uh, I'll talk about, obviously, our stateroom, my first time on Castaway Key, which is Disney's private island. Obviously, I'm going to talk about the food, because hashtag food motivated, that's a real-life thing. Yep. Um, some of the entertainment and activities on board, some quiet places, places to escape and relax. Um happy to talk about that. Marvel Day at Sea, which was awesome. And I have a few pro tips, some things that I learned um, either the last time or this time um, about cruising. I guess maybe specifically with Disney. I think these might be Disney specific. Okay. Great. So just some general information. This was a five-night cruise on the Disney Dream out of the Miami port. So we drove from, you know, home to miami from the general orlando area it's somewhere between three and four hours obviously depending on where you live but orlando international airport to miami was about three hours this was that drive was on a saturday if that helps at all but anyway it was five nights on the disney dream there were two stops one castaway key and two was cozumel mexico and then the there were two sea days so you're just on the ship for the whole day
1: Question, do you know if you fly into Miami if they have a shuttle that takes you to the boat?
0: Don't know. Um, I got the impression okay. that the answer was no, at least not a Disney okay. shuttle, but I'm sure that a taxi or Uber would be happy to transport you. Probably for not a lot of money. <laughs> of course. Um, but no, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But I, I can tell you where to park if you do drive to Miami, and that's in Parking Garage C. I think that's important to go. know because we did a little research on that. Obviously, I joined the there are many facebook groups for disney cruise line obviously not disney official these are just guests who create facebook groups so you know mm-hmm. you just search like it's a it's actually a really great resource you just have to comb through the baloney of people and people's opinions and stuff yeah. to get to like good oh, yeah. helpful opinions um but if you just search like garage or parking in miami like things popped up and people were saying garage sees okay that's that sounds like the one boy were they right cool. so it is 22 dollars per night and five nights, so you do the math there and then add tax, but it's mm-hmm. the shortest walk to the terminal possible. Um, and oh, we were very grateful on the way home because they were guests lining up to take a shuttle back to whatever parking lot they were parked oh, out, yeah. let's say off property, right? Like off terminal property. Yeah. And that was another line they had to, they had to lug their stuff, you know, into the bus. And mm-hmm. boy, we were like in our car on the road, I think before they even got on the bus. So obviously work within your means pro and tip, your budget, pro but tip. if that's, <laughs> if that's something that you want to spring for that, that was totally worth, in our, in our opinion, in our experience, that was worth the price. Um, we had a port arrival time of one to one fifteen. So when you do the online check-in, you give like a rough estimate as to what time you think you're going to arrive and they assign you a port arrival time and they say, do not, do not arrive early. Because you will not be admitted, meaning um, they call your group numbers. It's like boarding a plane. You know, you, you go in groups. So okay. we um, arrived at the except
1: you're outside in the sweltering heat. Wait, we were in. You inside. I will say this. <laughs> oh, this particular
0: okay. um, port, I can't speak for all ports. They were letting people inside, but if it's a super crowded area, I think they could actually tell you no. But they didn't because um, you yeah. go through security and stuff. So we got to the garage around 12:40. And by the time we got in and went through security and, and whatnot, it was one o'clock when we went to like the waiting area and they called our group. So we, we sat down for maybe one minute, but it was cool. And that, that was really good timing. So, you know, I would say, you know, arrive during your port arrival time, everybody. That seems to be the way to go.
1: Did, um, is this when you get like, do all the ships do where they introduce your family? Yes. Like they call it your So this particular name? time you, okay.
0: you leave the room, but you then have to walk the gangway onto the ship. So there's two different activities. So they call you, you walk past all the photographers. If you want to get your photo taken, you can, you know, with a nice Disney backdrop, Disney Cruise Line backdrop. Yeah. And then you walk the gangway, which kind of switches back a few times because, you know, you're not the only one. You're one of a few right, thousand people right. doing this. And, um, yeah, then you when you get on the ship, they ask you for your name. And then as you're stepping in, they, they welcome you.
1: Did you get a picture?
0: Um, leading like after we left the room and we're walking to the gangway, we did, we wound up not using it. But then, um, on the mm-hmm. ship, the weird thing about that is everyone's obviously getting on the ship all at the same time. Right. So yeah. you have to go eat. You probably want to eat because you know, that's like what you do. You get on the ship and you want to make sure you get a luncheon before dinner. Cause you know, that meal, you paid for that meal. You better eat it. So, that's um, right. And we'll talk about the food in general, but the, the buffet is open at that time. So it's a little crowded. So be patient because everyone has only that one spot to eat um, that one particular time. So, you know, just be patient. Okay. Um. But anyway, those are just some quick notes about this particular sailing.
1: Wait, so you're saying when you get on the boat, there's only one place open for lunch for everybody? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's like a pro tip there would be... Be patient. Go like... Well, you, well, or like you have to board lead, when though. your group
0: is called. You can't like get there early. Right. You have to go on your port arrival time. If you're going to arrive at the port early, make sure you mention that so you get an early port arrival time. Um, but it just it's luck of the draw at that point. You know you get on gotcha. the ship. But okay. we didn't have a problem. And what was we we were able to find a, a not a table but like a bar to sit at. But it's just that's that's like okay. the game. That's maybe the only time during the cruise where it's going to feel crowded just because. Yeah. They can't, they just don't have everything open. I mean, there's, they, you know, earlier that morning, people got off from the previous cruise. So they're like, they're doing the whole big yeah. turnaround on that ship. Yeah. So be a little patient. What, is what was saying.
1: the food like for the lunch part? Or will you get to I that? will
0: get to some food because I have a whole a whole okay. section on food. I want to just talk about the buffet. Right, although okay. people did ask okay. about the buffet. So I want to make sure I mention that. But I yeah. do want to start with some nerd stuff, if that's okay with everybody. Uh, just some facts about this particular sailing and some things I learned about uh, cruises in general, Disney ships in general, on this tour that i went on um one thing to note the dream so the ship that i was on this time has 1250 staterooms if you remember me talking about the disney wonder the other ship that i sailed on um, that has 875 staterooms so the wonder and the magic were they're like sister ships i guess you would say those are the the smaller ones those are 875 staterooms whereas this ship the dream and the fantasy were the next two they were both a little bigger and um, they have 1250. So, what I'm getting at is that there are more guests. And I guess I didn't really know that before going on. I was like, huh. We were like, we pulled up in the garage. I'm like, this ship looks a little bigger than the one that I was on before.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thanks. And it turns
0: out, uh, yeah. So, you know, that's a difference of just about 400 rooms. If you figure there's right. two to three people per room, uh, generally, right? Most people are traveling, traveling in families. So, that's somewhere between four and 800, 1200 additional people that I was expecting uh compared to what it was on The Wonder. Okay, we learned something really random about the word posh. So not like posh spice, although the same thing, but you've you've heard the that's so posh. Yes, you've heard that that word before, but um one of the main and uh accepted etymologies of the word posh is um when it was used as a nautical term, it's actually an acronym so POSH being P-O-S-H, uh, standing for Port Out Starboard Home. Okay, now follow me on this journey for a moment here, people. So pre-air conditioning, so we're talking about the early days of cruise ships before air conditioning on them was a thing. There were certain we're rooms... Titanic. Could Titanic. Well, actually, that's what the guy was talking about. He's like, certain ships that end in attic, you can fill in the rest. Um, <laughs> not unique to it, but had rooms that were like this. So these were north-facing rooms that were considered to be cooler than the other rooms, Mm. meaning they touched the sun Mm. less or the sun touched them less. They would get a certain breeze. I don't know. So they were mostly occupied by the more affluent passengers back in the day. Mm. So they shortened the port-out starboard home as just posh. And then that just became synonymous with kind of like rich or opulent, things like that. (laughs)
1: Opulent. Yes. <laughs> you own everything.
0: <laughs> it's a Drag Race <laughs> reference, everybody. Okay, so um, that's one that one quick. They know Greg. Well, they know. I'm sure some people don't, but they should. They should. <laughs> it's, know.
1: A, a, it's a it's a yick yick moment. If you know, you know. I don't. Oh, yick yik.
0: Um. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we learned about that, and we got a tour of Palo, which is the restaurant on board that is not included. It's not part of the main dining rotation. It's one that you pay for if you want to, or if you're a platinum. Um, member of the Disney Cruise Line, you know, Club Castaway would Club. Would you
1: say that it's a, it's something if you're posh?
0: Yes, you could say that. It's, um, an,
1: ad- it's an addition if you're. It posh It was nice to get a tour it. of
0: that because it's probably the only time i will be in that restaurant. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily super expensive, but you're already paying quite a bit to be on the ship. So for me personally, right. I, I don't know right. why I would, unless maybe I'm
1: here for the free food. <laughs> I'm here to get all the free food, the included <laughs> food.
0: Um, yes. yes, but we learned that <laughs> because that's up there uh on that part of the ship on deck deck 12 um Mm -hmm. things are generally nicer up there so our tour guide was like if you're at cabanas which is deck 11 cabanas is the is the buffet for lunch and and breakfast that Mm. the common everyday guest goes to and you have to use the restroom just go up one floor because even the toilet tissue is nicer up on the 12th deck because that's where palo is we were like oh
1: got the tip listen if you're gonna wipe poop you need to poop up on the 12th deck (laughs)
0: They should rename it the poop Otherwise, deck. Well, that's what we, we call it. That's what the commoners deck. call deck 12 is the poop deck.
1: Yeah. They're like, ugh, the poop deck. Ugh. Ugh. We poop on the 12th floor. Yes, that's
0: the deck that didn't start out brown, but it is now. That's gross. <laughs> that's really gross. Um, that's gross. It is gross. We learned something about the artwork that's in the stairwells of the ship. So obviously you can take the elevators up and down, you know, from whatever mm-hmm. stateroom you're in, floor you're on. Or they don't call them floors. They are decks whatever deck you're on anyway the stair the stairwells uh have um artwork on the walls which is really nice but what we learned was that they have a theme or really an evolution in the artwork so he was letting us know that in the common decks like three and four which is where the atrium is where some of the restaurants are deck four has some other activities like that's like with like the hangout spaces so to speak but deck five is um mostly just staterooms, and then from there up, it's mostly staterooms until you get to more restaurants up at the top. On those floors, they were telling us that if guests were to take the stairs from, let's say, deck five and up, that the artwork starts out a little more subtle. It's a little more either unfinished or black and white or not as bright and vibrant. And then as you go up each floor, the artwork can or just uh, gets gradually brighter, more complete. Not quite loud, but like louder. In nature, yeah. and I'm like, huh. So sure enough, when we were going down the stairs, because we went down, even though we were talking about how it was going up, um, sure enough, it started up right on like, I don't know, floor 11 or whatever it was. And then by the time we got down to deck five, it was just a crude black and white piece of art. And like, mm-hmm. I would have never realized that that was something right. that was going on. And the theory there, like, what they say, all the
1: color is for the rich people.
0: Well, <laughs> you might think that oh, we were, deck <laughs> we were. I think to to kind of save off that thought um, process, he was letting us know that Imagineers didn't want guests who were just waking up in the morning to be greeted with like loud uh, artwork. Yeah. So if you're taking the stairs, it gradually wakes you up the way that maybe an alarm would in the morning if you have one of those like gradually. Uh, I was like, okay. huh. That's an interesting concept. Right. I can get behind that.
1: They're like, quick, make up something good so that they don't think it's yeah, just for distract poor him.
0: people. <laughs> Let, don't, don't remind <laughs> them that they're poor.
1: <laughs> you poor. Um, I dress like that.
0: We learned about how certain decks, I feel like I have to make sure you all know I'm saying deck with an E, certain decks have a lower ceiling height than others. The okay. decks we were talking about that had a lower ceiling height uh and on this ship is deck five this is the deck where the kids clubs are so like the kids by the way they have they have the coolest part of the cruise their little hangout areas are cooler than anything else when i say cool i don't mean like actually street cool like this is disney cool yeah. but yeah. um they have the coolest places to hang out and you can't on the go ship. in there because they you do be have open house adult. times you can check them out but <laughs> you have to make sure you're going at the time otherwise one they won't let you in until you're a big creeper but anyway yeah. Um, and yeah. lord knows i'm always trying to fight the perception of being a big creeper so i <laughs> stayed away but deck five has lower yeah. ceilings and um portholes holes that are lower to the floor um, because they're for kids mm, so it's to little make little the kids ones. feel bigger than they actually are so they are closer to the ceiling cool. on those floors so
1: I'm a big kid now.
0: <laughs> additionally <laughs> it's to make the adults uncomfortable because when you're in yeah. like more tight space you don't want to hang out there and there's no reason for you to because you're an yeah. adult and they keep telling you to leave, and you don't leave. No, they uh, you don't you don't need to hang out. And there. the
1: portholes are like where your junk is. Exactly. So that's weird. Yes, it's a good old junk <laughs> porthole.
0: Um, so this uh. particular deck, deck five, the ceilings are lower. Uh, just, an, just an interesting thought. I I didn't did not notice that, but obviously as soon as they pointed it mm. out, you are like, oh my gosh, yeah. I do feel kind of funny here. And maybe it's just not something everyone can perceive, but at some point, and sure enough, if you go down one floor from deck five to four, in the aft of the ship which is the back um there is the bars and stuff which obviously are not for kids and the ceilings are humongous right like it's it's you feel like i don't know it's just a total difference and they say it's so big that it makes kids feel smaller and uncomfortable because you don't want them Mm. to hang out there you don't want it to be enjoyable for them
1: interesting now side note how many people were on this tour that you did
0: maybe like 10 people it was one um oh, okay. cast member from recreation entertainment i guess is really what it is and it was maybe eight to ten i don't i didn't get a good count And you
1: just like sign, like how did you even find out about you it? don't
0: have to sign up so um you know one thing i didn't mention in this up. episode yet is the disney cruise line navigator app it's similar to the my disney experience mm-hmm. app those of you that visit the parks often you know are familiar with the app but if you don't um, this is obviously just for the cruise line. You're able to link your reservation there. It pulls up your itinerary for the day. and In other words, what dining times you have and all that. And then anything you favorite from the long list of activities on the, on the ship. So we chose gotcha. this activity, put a little heart next to it, and then it shows up on your itinerary. You don't have to register in the sense that like you don't have to get on a list. You just show up. They had it at cool. least twice during this particular cruise. We did um, one on the second to last day or something like that, Third to, on the sea day. So that was the, the second to last day. It was just really easy to show up. It was, it was nice. Cool. Okay.
1: Um, right.
0: I mentioned this. on about hallway carpets. Yeah. I mentioned this on the, the one other episode I we did when we talked about my experience on a Disney cruise. Mm. But it's worth repeating because it is very helpful on the hallway carpets on the decks that have state rooms. There are five point stars in the carpet. And the top of the star is always pointing to the forward of the Mm. ship. And it is helpful to remember on this ship and the other, I believe the other four Disney Cruise Line ships, but definitely the other three before the wish was. um, The like cabanas and and the restaurants that you go to in the morning and and lunch are in the back or in the aft. Um, Mm -hmm. Just the way that it was told to me was that it's in the aft of the ship because when you eat, all the food goes to your... Booty, the other word for that. <laughs> so that's and I remembered it to this day. So that was very helpful. um So they just know, them, and yeah. this way you know where you're going. If they tell you that you know to get off the right. ship, the gangway is forward or mid. You know basically where you're going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Because what the ele- what's nice though, all the elevator banks are labeled. You know they'll all say aft, midship, or forward. And then the directories on the boards will always say if if like the bar or whatever is on deck four, it'll say if it's aft, midship, or or forward God, or all yeah. that well, stuff. Nice. So very helpful. Yeah. Um, all the terms if an outdoor event is relocated due to weather the atrium is used so there are a lot of like deck parties up on deck 11 that's the outdoor part where the pool is right like that's like they got the big projector screen it's exactly what you might expect on the top of a cruise ship and they have the sailing away party they have other different types of entertainment throughout the sailing depending on what type of sailing it is but what we learned on this on this tour is that if the outdoor celebration needs to get relocated, they have all the equipment inside. You just can't see it. They're all covered. They're all like incognito. Um, and then when it needs to, things like move and shift down. It's like transformers in there. And then all of a sudden you got spotlights and things so that you still get quality entertainment production. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like, I don't want to say ugly, but obviously it stands out. Yeah. If That's all you looked at the whole time.
1: But you guys had like... Perfect weather. We it's had
0: great hot. weather. It was hot, it was a little toasty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we're in the tropics, but right. um it, at night it's still a little humid, but the breeze was really nice. There were some nights I put a little light hoodie on. Then again, since I've been living in Florida now for about 5 years, when it dips below 80, I put a light like a long sleeve t-shirt yeah. on so I get a little chilly. All you
1: need is a light jacket. Yes.
0: <laughs> um Perfect. one last thing I'll talk about before we get into the the stateroom I was in and some more things the disney dream this is the ship that i was on was set to be in dry dock in 2020 that's when they basically take it out of commission and they do any kind of larger repairs that they aren't able to do if there are still guests you know on an active sailing um, which was supposed to include them changing out the kids club areas to retheme them especially the okay. teenage one that involves video game systems because those get outdated pretty quickly mm-hmm. um, i think you can actually still play disney infinity on disney dream if you remember that whole game Steve. series yes yeah which is now yeah. um extinct or whatever the right that's like not in production anymore anyway it was supposed to be in dry dock in 2020 and our um tour guide let us know that the disney dream is scheduled for dry dock in 2024 so if that's something you need to know if you're looking to get like potentially some renovations done before you go on this particular ship then it sounds like maybe you want to book a cruise for late 2024 if i had to yeah. narrow it down okay. i would say maybe second half of the year was the impression i got okay let's talk about the room i was in because yeah. it was a deluxe family stateroom with a veranda view so okay. i would like to point out that i'm not fancy how, i didn't how
1: posh is this room it's
0: not posh i didn't pay for this category of room we got an upgrade i didn't ask for one and it's certainly not because oh. i'm i'm not an influencer everybody i don't mm-hmm. It's not all yeah, but your your mom is no it's the the <laughs> thing about it is so obviously as a cast member, you know we are not necessarily paying full price um mm-hmm. but we have what's called a guarantee room where they guarantee you the room that you ca- in the category you're purchasing or you might also get an upgrade based on availability yes. and because I was going with the cast member rate, we have to go what's what's called space available meaning like what's what's available right either there could be nothing or it could be a random room here or there so. Yeah. Um, we lucked out because we paid for a category of something a se- 7a or something by the way maybe no one knows what the categories mean but we mm-hmm. got upgraded to a category 4b whatever so um, there are three of us in this room but this particular room the deluxe family stateroom with veranda sleeps five and has an additional 50 square feet of room which on a cruise is basically like another room it's uh, for a stateroom yeah. on a cruise was a lot of space is what I'm getting at it was 299 yeah. it looks like square a feet
1: regular like hotel room and it
0: felt like it in a good way Which so is,
1: that's good when you're on a cruise yeah ship. <laughs> it was pretty
0: nice so it had the uh, queen size bed and a um the sofa twin so it's not a pull-out mattress it's where like the back folds down and behind the back of the couch is the mattress and um, yeah. there was also the bed above that that comes down from the ceiling so ultimately it looks like a bunk bed and you have a ladder in the closet you can take out and put on the thing um, you can't open that bed the state person has to do it for you they have like a little key mm. and then they open it up and there's also okay. a mattress in the wall, you know, like a Murphy, a Murphy bed that comes down from the wall. Murphy bed. Yeah. So it's the the yeah. two, the two queen that sleeps two and then each other, the, three of the, the other three beds sleep one. Um,
1: so did you all like sleep in your own bed? No. My mom do and do my it? sister
0: shared and then I was on the couch and feel free to call me bougie, but okay. you know I packed my mattress topper. So this was the nice thing about not having to fly did. was that yeah, I didn't have to worry about luggage space. I actually got everything I needed in one, one piece of luggage, including a mattress <laughs> topper. Um, but... If you happen to be going on a cruise where the flight is not an issue for you, either because it's a port in your city or maybe you you happen to live in New York because you know sometimes they sail in different cities, sail out of different cities. Um, it was dude, I don't even care if you judge me because it was much more comfortable. I would not describe the bed as comfortable, it's a a small, as you might imagine, that how big is how big and fluffy and plush is this mattress going to be on the back of a couch? So my little mattress topper, and I was comfortable, I slept well every night. She
1: She did you good, she did you good, yes. Yeah, let's talk about this bathroom too, because when I saw it, I was like, okay, that's like living the dream life on a cruise because normally it's like, you're basically standing in the toilet Mm -hmm. to shower. Yes. And so when I saw that it was like, a shower sink and then also a toilet in a sink. I was like, okay. Yes. Like, right. So, cause then you're also like, well, you have to basically poop where you're showering and then that's <laughs> terrible. So
0: a lot of things going on here, everybody. So this split bathroom concept is not unique to this room. I had a, a lower category room on the one and the same thing. I think that it's like that in every room. I I'm sorry if that's not mm-hmm. true, but I am was led to believe it's like that in every room. So the one, yeah. but what's unique about this, cause it's a family state room is that the Shower and the bathroom that had the shower um, had a small tub in it. So, if you have kids with you and they're, you know, they're of the bath age, I would not say it's yeah. really a tub for an adult unless you just want to sit with your legs crossed. Um, you can't really relax in it, but it's like meant for kids, but it does mean there's a little more space in there. Um, and a nice yeah. big shelf. So I just, you know, slap my legs up there and shave them, you know, the usual things. I don't know, but I'm sure that that's what people Waxing. would do. Yeah. Well, you know, I got the wax before, but then the shave was just yeah. to a uh, to. It was easier. This is getting weird. I didn't do any of these things. <laughs> um, so in the one bathroom, as soon as you walk in from the, you know, the door from the hallway, the first bathroom there was the one with the sink and the, and the toilet. And then the next bathroom was the sink and the, and the shower, which is nice. Cause like, you know, sharticles are a thing. And if I ever wanted to fill up my water from a faucet, I always went to the one with the shower and not the one with the toilet because I feel like yeah the poopicles yeah, floating you know in the what air. The,
1: you don't know want the poopicles. Don't
0: want there. the Um I didn't hear any noise from the outside, and I feel like that's important to say because you know you're in a contained area, just like in a lobby of a hotel. Sometimes like noise carries, and um, you know some of the events were going on starting at 10 o'clock at night um, up up above that's on way deck 11. Past and and on the first night, you know, we were in bed a little early only because, you know, um, we did have the yeah. late dining. Mm-hmm. So it got difficult to go to bed early. But anyway, mm. in general, there wasn't noise. But I mentioned we have a veranda. And by the way, if if it's not if it's within your budget and you're debating about the veranda versus the ocean view, which is just the porthole or an inside room, which might drive me mad. Um, this was my <laughs> first time in a veranda. The previous one cruise I was on, I had just the ocean view you could see out. It is nice to be able to see one. You can tell when you're moving. Um, and you can kind of see the weather, but, um, with the veranda, it just was nice to sit out there. Like that was really nice. Um, especially like in the morning and night when the weather wasn't brutal, uh, you know, like wasn't the full heat of the day and you just kind of getting that nice ocean breeze. It was really nice, but Mm -hmm. obviously you're sailing across the, the ocean or wherever. And at night they tend to move a little faster to, to make good time because you're sleeping and you might not feel it as much. So you tell me this is, um, standing right next to the The door. So the door, um, obviously it's a, it's a sliding door, but you can kind of lock it. So it like seals it a little bit. But, um, even though it was closed, sealed and locked, um, you can still hear this, uh, at least four of the five nights. Nope. Tea's ready. I, uh,
1: that's the mer. That's the mermaids coming to get you. Yeah, it's
0: the sirens. So um, it doesn't. It didn't bother me though. It's so strange. So I was sleeping on the the couch bed thing, which is obviously closest to the door. Certainly closer than the mm-hmm. queen bed that my the rest of my family was on. And uh, it it I didn't even notice it after like the first the first night. Like you know we heard it kind of it. lulled you to sleep. It kind of yeah. So like the rocking of the boat, which wasn't bad, and that mm-hmm. I just like it just almost acted like a white noise in the background. So. Hopefully it doesn't frustrate you because it did not me and and just totally tuned it out after a while. People are really into decorating the door of their stateroom, so if you don't want to feel left out oh, of that yeah. party, bring magnets of some kind. Bring the stuff. If you are a Disney Vacation Club member, um, they do put the the magnet on your door that says Disney Vacation Club. There's a new one. Um, this is one that goes above like the the hole, not the hole, the circle that says the room number on it. Um, it's like, mm-hmm. a, like a Mickey hat that sits on top of it that says a vacation club member, which was cool. And we had my mom's friend's like hand-cut laminated Mickey body, which was horrendous. But I tried to print out my own magnets and stuff. But of course, my printer decided to break a few nights mm-hmm. before we left. But I did put up a joke of the day board because, you know, I wanted to stay on brand a little bit. And I thought it would be fun to have some content for people to consume. <laughs> and um there, yeah. was a, there was a day where my mom was um, coming into the room and a woman stopped her and she's like, I just want to let you know that this joke of the day is the best. She's like, I try to get here before my son so that I can have it before him. Then I always tell it to him and I make him laugh. And so my mom told me, was like, Aww. oh my gosh, that's so sweet. And then I'm walking down that. the hallway toward our room and I see like, I don't know, two 13-year-olds and they stop and they read it and then I don't hear anything from them. And then as they're walking away, one of them laughs. And then the other one was like, are you actually laughing at that? And she's like, no, I was thinking of something else. That wasn't funny at all. I was like, oh, not. I'm cool with the moms, but not cool with the teenagers, which I guess is not fair because cool I'm in teens. my late 30s.
1: Yeah. I guess it's a good thing. It's fine. It's fine, everybody. <laughs> I didn't
0: go home and cry that night.
1: I liked your jokes, okay? Teenagers are too cool for everything. And so I, it's fine. I
0: tried to theme them, too. So on, on the Marvel Day at Sea, I made sure it was a Marvel joke. Uh, enough enough about my state room uh let's talk about castaway enough key about your stupid room no enough about, <laughs> let's talk this about room. Castaway. Um, anyway if you have any questions about the room obviously feel feel free to ask uh, happy to chat about it but overall like love the room um had a great time uh let's yeah. talk about castaway key then this is disney's private island and just like everything else Is it
1: called Castaway Key or is it Castaway K? It's key.
0: Here it is, everybody. So welcome to the club of of how to pronounce because I disagree with how it's pronounced, but I follow the rules. It looks like K. Yes. It's spelled (laughs) C-A-Y, but they pronounce it key.
1: Key. Okay. Castaway
0: Key. K-E-Y. Anyway.
1: It's like if you were from the north and that's how you would say K. It's key.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. Uh, So Castaway Key is Disney's private island in the Bahamas area. And like most things with Disney, it has a backstory and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, as you enter the island, there's a sign there that lets you know about it. So uh, do you want to read what the sign says?
1: Three explorers set sail to the scattered out islands of the Bahamas in search of fame and fortune. They brought along their families and a diverse crew. Through mild mishap and extreme good fortune, they located the objects of their desire, the skeletal remains of a giant whale, sunken treasures, and the secret of youth. Though no castaway on this island. They had no desire to leave due to the breathtaking beauty of this tropical paradise. Visitors to this island can still see the original structures built by the explorers and take part in many of some pl- of the same pleasures our castaways enjoyed years ago. The Disney crew line welcomes you to the island paradise of your dreams. Castaway Key. Ooh,
0: the island of your dreams.
1: Island of your dreams. Island paradise of your dreams. Get it right. Oh
0: my gosh. Um, I will say... It did feel like a paradise. It was, it was nice, and the water was crystal clear. The water you were talking about, of me posting photos of that's what that's yeah. where that was
1: standing in the water that you're terrified. Ooh, I th-
0: I believe I also shared just to our patrons, or our close friends, um, my the the saga of my, um.
1: Spoiler alert, Greg is terrified of water he can't see through and even more terrified of water he can yes. see through. Yes, <laughs> well, also, um,
0: I have my at-risk toenail He's from terrified running so of showers. much. That's terrified showers. That was what <laughs> I was Just talking kidding. about. So,
1: you... Oh, yeah, I forgot the, t- the <laughs> toenail, the saga of the toenail. You got... We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs>
0: so gross. I won't talk about it because it's probably gross, but, um, you know.
1: <laughs> it wasn't as gross as you said it, like, as I feel like as you... I just think people's toenails are
0: gross. Are in general are gross. (laughs) So like no one wants to hear about my toe. I have two now that are high that are at risk. They're gonna they're gonna flop off. They're just gonna flip in the wind. And I I was convinced that a wave was gonna hit my toe and I was gonna lose two toenails. That's really what was happening. So anyway, so I put water shoes on and I was the coolest kid there. Okay, so my main goal. In reality,
1: it was probably the best thing you could do for your toes because it's like salt water. So I
0: know, but like anyway, anyway. This is why I don't take bads. So uh, the main goal of my time on Castaway was to do the 5K. So obviously, you know, I've talked about running and stuff, and I've been mm-hmm. been running. So um, the the 5K on the Castaway Key Island used to be an organized event where the runners would register for it. It wouldn't cost anything, but you'd register for it, and you'd get off the ship early so that, you know, you're not air, there in the freaking heat. But um, since COVID, yeah. it has just become a do-it-when-you-want-to type thing. It's a, not an organized event. Um, you know, it's on your own time. So we're able to leave the ship starting at eight 30, which by the way, is at least two hours later than when I'm normally starting a run. I don't like to run in the sunlight. I'm a fragile boy. I will melt in the sun. So, um, eight 30 is like, uh, if I'm still running at, yeah. at eight 30, it's because I'm doing a super long run, like an over two hour run. So I'm like, oh, gosh, not only is it later than usual, the sun's going to be out and I'm in a, on a tropical Island. So I was a little nervous going into this. So I got to the gangway, which is the basically you know, the, the nautical way to say the exit of the ship yeah. at about 8.15, knowing that 8.30 is when we'd be allowed to leave. I was maybe the fifth or sixth person in line, which was good. Um, yeah. There were three gangways off the ship, and I happened to already be at the aft, which is the back of the ship, which was closest to the entrance to the island. So that kind of worked out, had a little less to walk. And um, there was a couple of families ahead of me um, once I got off the ship. But also, side note, they hand you basically as many towels as you need as you exit the ship because it's something i had to look up i was like oh should i be packing towels and think about that like you know you're just so used to being at a mm. pool at a resort where they have them but you're leaving the ship and mm. going to the thing like am i supposed to take the towels from the ship they probably don't want that right. but sure enough they hand you a bunch of pool towels um the same towels you'd use in the pool um right after you get off the ship and before you like truly enter the island i think it's up to five per per adult in your party so wow. plenty plenty of they also you're sell like
1: do I need five? <laughs> no,
0: I only took two. Um, but they also sell coolers with bottles of water. And I like to emphasize that I'm saying sell because bottled water is not included on the on the cruise. Um, but there they sold them like already pre-chilled in a cooler bag. Did you get to... I, I don't know if you got to keep the bag or not. Actually, that's a good question. Anyway, you know, you could take a, a, a tram to get to like the middle part of the island and then another tram to get to the adults only beach. There, the tram, I think, had just pulled away um, with maybe like one family on it. So I'm like, I'm not waiting. So I walked, and what I didn't do was research where the actual 5K trail is. I just thought I would see it because, like, how big is this island turns out? Bigger oh. than I thought. So I'm just, like, walking, and um, I was Googling, you know, I was going to the the Facebook group for a cruise, and I'm, like, you know, searching, like, where the heck, what? And they say, you yeah. basically, you follow the signs for the, the bike rental hut. So I'll save you all time, everybody. If you're interested in this 5K, go toward the bike rental hut. And the sign is right there. It says 5K start. You're like, perfect, right? You can see the trail. Okay. So I'm like, okay, it's by it's like 845 now at this point, almost 850. So now it's like basically this is like way later than I'd ever want to start running. I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it. You're I'm like here. it's like
1: nine thirty. Yeah. <laughs> might I as mean, well be ten o'clock. Yeah,
0: it might as well be nine o'clock at night at this point. Um so I have My toe's
1: already gonna fall off. It's I already happened. No, <laughs> I
0: wore my toe condoms because I believe in safe running. And um uh, I did have two my two little rubber anyway. So uh I have a little fanny pack on with my little bottle of water on one side, my little sweat rag on the other, and they had my little uh, my little energy chews in there. I had my headband, and I had to put sunblock on the dome because, I, you know, and I wore sunglasses, which mm-hmm. I never do again because I'm usually running in the dark. And I started, and I'm like doing good. It's like hot, but not bad. Because it was early, the bushes were creating some shade, so I'm like running up against them to be in the shade. There's no one else <laughs> there. I was the first person on this side of the island, which is yeah. kind of a cool feeling. I felt kind of like secluded. And um, I'm running and I'm following the signs for the 5K and they basically follow the bike trail and then you run down the the landing strip. It's like a mini landing strip of this little area which approaches the Serenity Bay, which is the adult only beach, not mm-hmm. topless. When they say adult only, it just means no kids. It doesn't mean it's like, yeah. you know, party <laughs> yeah. hard. Okay, so uh, there's no sign at that point. There's no sign like 5K this way. You're going to go left or right and it's you either have to go right, which is toward the um, the bike trail, or really the the golf cart track for the cabanas. You can rent a cabana while you're staying there, and they'll bring you food and stuff. Um, so there's like a, a dirt road for that. Or you have to do a U-turn. And I'm like, well, I, there's no way it's a U-turn because it's not long enough. So I make my right, and I go down this um, the roadway, that i learned is not the 5k trail that it is just for golf carts and things for cat for the cast to bring to deliver stuff to the cabanas and i found that out when i got to the end of it it was a dead end and i'm like "F, f you've got to be kidding me so um to go back i had to go back i I ran for about 34 minutes which um me for a 5k is usually like maybe 27 minutes so I, I ran okay. almost another mile that I didn't need to run, which is fine. It's good exercise is good. I'm happy to you exercise. ate a lot of food. It's fine. But not when I'm profusely sweating on a hot freaking island. And uh, yeah. but I did it. So I finished it, and then I finally found other people. I was like, how come there's no one here? This is so strange. And uh, finally, I I once I got back onto the actual trail, other people who had been behind me are now at my you know at my pace. And one of them was nice enough to point me in the right direction. It's like thanks. Don't know where I'm going. And then you just walk up to the bike rental place. You just walk up to the bike rental place and they just give you a metal, like not a metal, it's rubber. Okay. But they give you a finisher, you know, the lanyard and the thing. And you just have to say you did the 5K. And like the guy in front of me had taken his shirt off and like he was profusely sweating. Like clearly had like bright runner shorts on. Um, And she was like, Are you sure you went running? You didn't just like maybe come out of the ocean? Like, cause he was like drenched in sweat. And he's like, No, I'm pretty sure. You wanna check my heart rate? So I was right behind him, like, again, <laughs> profusely sweating, had my sweatband on, my fanny pack, and she was yeah. like, just finished the the run. I said, absolutely. So I was able to to get the uh, the run done, and I, I just, it was a cool thing to do.
1: Yeah. So what I'm learning is, as long as you look the part and you kind of, like, spray yourself, make yourself look sweaty, you can get one of those medals. If that's, that's something you need in about, your life sorry. to
0: get you to sleep at night, if you want to pretend <laughs> to have run or walked, because you don't have to run it, right? You can walk it.
1: Yeah, I was Um, like, "What if you just walk it? Can you still get the medal?"
0: I don't think. I think that she was just giving him and me like a slight hard time because it was so obvious we had run it. Because at this point,
1: no, but that's what I'm saying. But can you just walk it and still get a medal? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can walk
0: a five k at any run Disney event and probably anywhere and still get the medal. Um, But like at that time of the day, there was no one else finishing because, like, I mean, I was I was first on that trail. I didn't know that I was going to be, but it turned out that way. But here's the yeah. problem. I was like, well, I want to. I didn't eat breakfast. I need to go eat breakfast, and it's on the ship. And I was like, well, I know I can get back on the ship because you're allowed to get on and off whenever you want. But at that morning, they are prioritizing ship exit, not ship entry. So mm-hmm. I was the only one. Like, imagine leaving the Magic Kingdom 20 minutes after it's, it opens, yeah. um, and you're like, and there's no exits because they just want all of the traffic coming in. So I had to, like, ask someone. I was like, I'm trying to get back on the ship. Like, which of the three? And they were like, oh... <laughs> So they had to like stop.
1: They had to 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 stop the
0: people from coming out so that I could sneak in, um, because I have to go through the metal detector and the security thing. And that like the the security guy wasn't ready to do the scanning and stuff because like no one, I guess no one else was coming out. I'm like, guys, I want to go back on the boat. So it's possible. Just know that you're and you're like all sweaty and gross. (laughs) Yeah, I think they knew. uh, I mean, I tried to make it obvious. I left my sweatband on so they could get the full. Like he clearly just ran. He wasn't just like a big creeper. Again, I'm always working against the perception of looking like a creeper, and it's always an uphill battle. And, uh, so I I did get back on the ship and I showered and stuff, ate and then went back on the island and relaxed. And boy, can you relax? Because we, um, when I got, when I went back the second time, I actually did take the tram, um, to the, uh, Serenity Bay, which is the adult only beach, nothing against the family one we were just looking for peace and quiet. And that's what we got. Um, the water there wasn't very deep. But it was crystal clear. Those those are the pictures that I sent uh, or that I posted. And what's nice about that area is the barbecue that happens on the island, which is included in, you know, that's a meal that's included. Um, There is a uh, cookies barbecue is what it's called. There's a cookies barbecue at the family section and uh, also at the adult section. So that's cookies barbecue too, like T-O-O, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So we didn't have to walk very far. And, you know, it was just... I would say it tasted like the food you'd get in someone's backyard. It was not fancy, and that maybe that's not what you need. And I wasn't necessarily looking for fancy. But the burger ate tasted like someone in their backyard just cooked a burger, which is like good sometimes. But you know, mm, yeah. maybe a little more would be great. But I'm not not to sound ungrateful. I had a hot dog and a hamburger. So it was just like bur- and ice cream, and okay. they had other food there too. They had I I kind of got the more like classic things. Um I just yeah. it was hot and I just didn't want to eat food I'm not like normally did eating. Did they
1: actually have like barbecue or was it? Oh yeah, just... they had all kinds of ribs okay. and uh
0: oh, wow um sides to go with. They I mean they really did have a okay. like a good selection of food. It's just that it was like at a at a certain quality level that maybe could be improved. Right. Um right. but they have the soft serve machines going so you can get as much ice Heck cream yeah. as you want. Yes. The water itself was cool not cold not warm which is perfect i was so afraid it was gonna be like bath water i'm gonna be sweating but it was like perfect again we went in february don't know what it's like all year round but yeah it was so relaxing and um refreshing to get into the water um, on the beaches you don't have to pay for chairs um it's their island so it's their chairs they expect you right. to take them whereas other places you may go in different ports you sometimes have to pay to get on a beach pay to rent a chair blah 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 blah, blah. there right. are some some you know some upcharges here if you wanted them You could rent a bicycle and a bunch of other excursions, obviously. Um, You could rent a tube from them that, you know, flow it out in the ocean. It was $13 for a tube. I didn't do it. I was like, I was really trying not to sit out all day. That's that's the thing. I was like, you know what? I just, every time there was something that was from extra money, I was like, I'm not doing it. Because I just, I don't know. know, I just was in this mindset of I already paid enough to be here. And it's not even. I'm actually
1: really surprised that the chairs were free, that they weren't like up charging for chairs. But
0: they upcharge for like nice the cabanas enough. and stuff, which you have to reserve pretty much when you yeah. are able to first reserve stuff because those you go bulk. pretty quickly. But if you think yeah. about it, $13 for a float might sound bad if it's for like a half an hour, but you can have it until the whole day from 9 a.m. to 4 o'clock if you want it. Um, but I, yeah, I, so that's what I was going to ask
1: of. you. What time... Did you have to like report back to the boat
0: for something? Is it a 415 or 430 or 445 somewhere in the four o'clock hour? And they don't like, it's not a mystery. They are so very clear when they tell you it's on the app. They tell you they sound a signal on the ship, you know, as they approach. There are signs that say it around the island. Um, You can't, you can't miss it, right? Like you, you will know for sure what time you need to be back on the boat because they will, they'll leave. Castaway is a little bit different because they can probably see you. But anywhere else, you know, where it's a city, they will leave without you because it's a ship and they have places to be. Yeah. And there are many more people yeah. than there are you, so they're gonna leave you. Hmm. So Castaway sure. Key, sure. big thumbs up. Um, I am excited to go back. I probably won't run the 5K again. I will instead use that morning time to relax and get like a good seat on the on the you know breakfast. a good chair out there on the on the beach. Um, but it was a lot of fun.
1: So what time did you guys actually, like once you got back and showered and everything, what time did y'all head back out to the island?
0: It was just me. So like my mom um, did the, my mom and sister did their own thing and I met with them after. Okay. So by the time I got back to the beach, it was in the 10 o'clock hour, maybe close to 11.
1: Okay. Was it still like pretty steady like line of people leaving the boat at that point? Or? No,
0: it wasn't that bad. Most of them right. had Most already them. left but you know people leave throughout the day so you know by like one or two o'clock i'm not gonna say the boat's empty but the boat was obviously significantly had significantly fewer guests on it so that was a good time to just find some quiet places which we'll talk about more in a minute after we talk about some food so i'm not gonna go through every Mm -hmm. single restaurant and every single dish just because first of all they're the same menus it's a lot and Mm -hmm. um you're in uh, a dining rotation is the main thing to know here. So there are three restaurants on board that are the sit-down, like table service restaurants that you're assigned to: Animators' Palette, Enchanted Garden, and Royal Palace. And um, you are assigned a dining time, either the first or second seating. For us, the first seating was five forty-five. The second was eight fifteen. We got the second seating. Um, I would have preferred the earlier. I did go on the wait list, yeah. but I did not get it. But that's the thing when you yeah. take a space available sailing, that's it all comes yeah. as part of it, right? So you pay a lower price, you kinda get the less desirable options, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, those are the three restaurants. They're all good food, which is great to know. I didn't have a I didn't have a bad meal. It's just that I don't like duck. And I got it. I forgot that I got it on the other ship, because the Royal Palace, if you've been on the Wonder, is the same thing as the Tritons restaurant. It's the same menu. Mm, okay. But their um their fried brie oof maybe the only dish I'll talk about of the three restaurants that's worth it to me to talk about and highlight is the fried brie because it's fried breaded brie and it came with like mm. a little raspberry like compote or dip or something oof that was like I could have eaten that for like six hours Delish. straight and I would have been happy um so that's You're that like, those are the three main restaurants another, please thank you those are the three main restaurants you rotate you know there are five nights three restaurants so two of them we repeated. Um, and they'll, they'll tell you where to go there. That, that's that. There were some details, obviously in some of the restaurants, I had posted some of it to the story. Maybe I'll repost some of the things so you can see it. Um, if you're curious about it, I mentioned cabanas already. That's the buffet. Um, one of the questions we got was from Jeff, shout out to Jeff. Hopefully he gets to go and does the, uh, the castaway five key five K. Yeah. Um, he asked how the buffet was and good news. It is delicious. It is breakfast and lunch daily. And uh, breakfast for me every day was Mickey waffles, eggs, sausage, bacon, fresh fruit for balance. And then sometimes if I was feeling particularly hungry, which was the days that I exercised, um, I would also get a big chocolate chip pancake with some whipped cream because it's it's basically a dessert. You're eating dessert at that point. Get it. Um, Right. Why not? Lunch was, usually I got a salad of some kind and added chicken into it or um, just usually like other good chicken dishes. There was one like curried chicken I had with a mango salsa on it. That was like, pfft, mm. that was good. There's some good food. And it's nice because you know you can kind of like try some things that maybe you wouldn't normally get if you had to like yeah. buy a specific dish of it. So I, I do think the food is good. Um, I'm not going to tell you what's gourmet food. It is a buffet. So go into it with that expectation. But I looked forward to the breakfast and lunch every day because I knew I was going to get food that I wanted. But really the star of the show the the reason I was there was for the desserts. So for lunch, mm-hmm. the middle section is just a display case full of desserts. And they're not the same every day. I mean, it's like Jello was is maybe the thing that's constant. But mm. just all kinds of things. The first day, they had a bangin' Oreo cheesecake. So good. And you can get as ma- much of it as you want, which is really a right. dangerous thing. All kinds mm-hmm. of like, different mousses, like chocolate mousse and whatnot. Different types of cakes. Some of them I don't know how to pronounce. I had a pavlova, if I'm saying that correctly, for the first time. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. first uh, Googled what it was before I committed to getting it. Um turns out good, very sweet, liked it so much. But my personal favorite, and it's the one I posted about, was the peanut butter ice box cheesecake. So surprise, it's a slice surprise. of cheesecake with like a chocolate cookie crumble uh bottom with Yum. peanut butter Buh. drizzle on it with like a fresh like a thing of whipped cream on top. Ooh, I had two of I think I had two that day. Um and it it was only one day. It was the same thing on the wonder. They only had that one of the days, so when that's you you had, when you it's, knew you had to get it, oh, yeah, when it's peanut butter, icebox, cheesecake day, you take as much as you want, and you bring some back up to the room because there's a fridge in your room. I didn't mention that, but all the staterooms have fridges. Yeah, you better load up on that,
1: save that for later.
0: Ooh. uh, James at hot dogs at Disney obviously had an inquiry about the hot dog What's situation. The hot I love that What's the hot dog situation. Happy to report the uh, quick service place on uh, the ship Flow's V8 Cafe, and the, I think it might actually be called something different right next to it, but that little area they had like a grill. So they had hot dogs and hamburgers whenever you wanted them. So if you don't want the lunch buffet, um, or if it's later in the day and, or you don't want your sit down dinner, you could go to these quick service places and they have a, a more limited menu, but food options nonetheless. So, you know, like your burgers, hot dogs, um, sandwiches they had pizza like that kind of stuff like more quick yeah was were any of those places like
1: 24 hour
0: not 24 hour the only thing that's 24 is the is room service which is also included in your in your thing and we should probably tip them but it is the food itself is included and um so these this was more to like to fill in the gaps of time um either you know between lunch and dinner but also including dinner So like when i was working on the cruise the first time If we wanted to go see a show, we had to choose between the sit-down dinner or Mm -hmm. our show. So we would go to the quick service dinner, grab a burger and fries, and go sit down for the show, that kind of thing. So we were doing that as a pre-dinner, because our dinner was at 8.15. So it would be like 4.30, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I cannot wait another four hours to eat. So we would have a small meal. Um, I was a lot of times I would get a salad and I'd get a plate of chicken fingers and fries and I would cut up the chicken and put it in the salad and then have the fries in the side because I'm on vacation. And yeah. um, in addition to that quick service um, series of little quick service, uh, kind of like counters you could walk up to and order your food, um, around the corner they had the soft serve um, machines. And so yes. most days it was vanilla chocolate and the twist, and some days they had a different flavor. It was mostly banana um and you know i was starting out modestly on day one i get the little cone out of the dispenser go up to the machine and put just like a little dollop just a little bit of like you know yeah. just a little something and then the next day i was like well that was good i'll have a little bit more by the end of it it's like a pound of ice cream that's like <laughs> not even tower. able to stay. yeah You've i could've. mastered
1: the art other people are asking you to do theirs <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so we're making soft serve ice cream art
1: Yeah, like, let me just show um, you let me just show you
0: and the, the big question from Christy was, will you actually pass on Mickey Premium Bars? So we had talked about um, this talk about situation. This. Yeah, if you're, if you're new to us, by the way, welcome. Um, previously uh, previously on the Parkland Podcast, previously. I was talking about how the Mickey Premium Bars, that's the vanilla ice cream, you know, with the, the chocolate shell coating with, you know, shaped like Mickey, um those is something you you could get on the ship. If you ask, a lot of times at the dinner, you could ask for that. If you don't like the desserts on the menu, like, can I just have a premium bar? And they bring it to you. Mm. So like, that's a temptation. Right now at work, there's a uh, two boxes of them in our freezer. I just want to point that out. And I didn't have <laughs> any. So the question is, did I have, <laughs> any have any on the ship? Because I was telling you, I'm not going to do it. You're like, there's no yeah. way. And um, what do you think happened?
1: I think you actually had one.
0: Okay. And um, the... Uh, survey says I had exactly zero ice cream oh, bars. I'm Greg. sorry to tell you.
1: Okay, well, I'm proud of you. I guess because you had enough other Boy, desserts.
0: Boy, I don't know how I could have fit it. I will I add the soft serve. <sighs> there were some days I was eating that soft serve yeah. ice cream twice a day. So, you know, wasn't well, saying I'm being healthy not, here. I
1: guess if if the soft serve wasn't there you probably would have broken down and had one but here's the
0: thing I didn't need ice cream I just wanted it because it was very no neat available no okay
1: one needs ice cream no there are days <laughs> I need ice cream
0: but um I'll take a hostage if I don't get an ice cream but there uh, yeah. the thing is like with a premium bar I don't want to throw it out I don't want to eat the whole thing but with the soft serve mm-hmm. you can just get a little spoonful basically yeah I mean I didn't okay. but you could get just a spoonful and not yeah. overdo it Okay, Um, let's move on to some of the entertainment and activities on board. This is not unique to this Mm -hmm. sailing. There are um, a couple of shows. So uh, there's the Beauty and the Beast. Absolutely. Put it in your schedule. Check out the Beauty and the Beast production. Family-friendly for the whole family. Um, There's a show called Believe, which is basically just a vehicle to go through different Disney movies. Um, But it was good. Like, it actually was really good. The genie in it was hilarious. I don't really want to say why because I wasn't expecting it. But the genie by the way one genie is in it and two he's hilarious uh there was a show called golden mickeys a real turd Uh, they tried to polish it up and you can't (laughs) have you heard the expression you can't put you can't put lipstick on a pig or whatever that's what's happening here it's awful they need to get rid of it toss it over into the
1: real turd they try to polish it up (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: a waste of time don't absolutely do not see it okay Um, so don't go to that one yeah i mean if you have literally nothing else to do still do nothing don't go to the show yeah Uh, Sit in your room and stare at the wall. Um, But then one of the nights there was a magician. Well, he called himself a magician. It was a lot of balloon work. He did a lot of stuff with balloons. And a lot of the show was him calling up volunteers in the audience that were kids. But And I don't know how to say this without making it sound like it was in bad taste. But a lot of the time he was giving the kids the business and was like kind of, I don't Mm -hmm. want to say making jokes at their expense, but they were definitely jokes that were intended for the adults. They weren't adult humor, right? right? Like they the still, kids don't
1: understand that they they're being They don't understand. Made fun yeah. Of. Yeah. It was
0: still rated G, yeah. right? There was no foul language, no innuendo, like none of that. Um, but like it was my sister and I and my mom were LOLing almost the whole time. It just was he's out of control. And I, I don't really want to say much more. His name is John Cassidy. So if you see that there's a magician on board your ship and it's John Cassidy, I would say two Go thumbs see. up. I would absolutely recommend um maybe and you just don't go when
1: you're too full because if you laugh too hard you might throw up so. might a little bit
0: of you never really know right so <laughs> something's coming out <at> of you um
1: <laughs> something's coming out <at> of you <laughs> <laughs> um
0: just like with the other cruise i was on and i'm sure any other disney cruise if you've been on any other ones the characters are everywhere throughout the day mm-hmm. check your disney cruise line navigator app they will post what time the meet and greets are where they are you know, which character it is.
1: They're uh, everywhere. They're everywhere.
0: Um, don't wait until the last night to meet your characters that you want, because that's what a lot of people do. And those lines are long. You have so many, mm-hmm. and I really mean so many opportunities to meet the Fab five. Um, so Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Daisy, that's more than five at this point, because Chip and Diller there too goofy. But like the main yeah. the main characters. Um just just a heads up. Don't wait until the last minute, because one you're gonna be waiting on line too. You just so we had a lot of good luck right after our dinner. Dinner was uh, eight fifteen, so we were wrapping up around nine thirty nine forty five. You, you eat at a leisurely pace, so we would yeah. come up from the restaurant or come down depending, and we'd go to the atrium, which is like the main section of the of the resort. You've probably seen photos of that with the big chandelier, you know. Um, yeah. And there'd be meet and greets there, and they wouldn't be crowded because at that point either everyone's sleeping, like they're getting ready to go to bed or they're moving up to deck 11 because there's usually a show going on up there. So you kind of had to Mm -hmm. like choose what you wanted to do. Um, I waited maybe five minutes to meet Mickey, then walked over and met Goofy, waited, I mean, maybe five minutes. And then on another night, I met um, a version of Donald Duck that I was happy to meet, which I'll talk about when I talk about the Marvel Day at Sea coming up in a moment. Um, It just was like awesome. And you know, you got to ham it up. If it's one thing I learned from my wife, Nicole, mm-hmm. is that the more you do and the more you talk to them, the more they're going to get excited. Um, so when yeah. I met uh, the Hulk version of Donald, he had on a little shirt that said Smash. It was green I and a purple that. hat. And he was the Hulk Donald. <laughs> so if you probably saw the photo, it was us, Donnie. Fo- you know, it was us um, flexing. But I walked up and I was like, Donald, normally I always walk around saying Donnie's number one, but I guess I have to say Hulk is number one. And he puts up his finger and like, Hulk number one, Hulk number one. <laughs> um so we got to talk mm. about that and then went up to goofy and i was like goofy you're on my shirt i happen to have a shirt that had goofy on it and he was just, like going crazy about it and mm. i said i traveled all the way from walt disney world just to be here with you which is usually like the nice way to bridge that hey i they might be know. one of you I'm a cast and member. um yeah yeah so he got excited and then he put he took his ears and folded them up to make two circles out of them as if to be mickey Um, which was his way of asking if I met Mickey because Mickey was also in the hallway. And I was like, yeah, I Mm -hmm. met Mickey. So Mickey was on my shirt, Goofy. And then I was like, yeah, I'm trying to go around and meet everyone who's on my shirt tonight, which was not really the plan. It just kind of turned out that way. Mm -hmm. We have this whole conversation. I thanked him for being Goofy. And uh, we took a nice photo together. And because my mom and my sister were not interested in photos, which is totally fine. Um, whenever I meet Mickey, I always let him know he's the best boss I've ever had. And that usually gets a good reaction out of him. Mm-hmm. And um, it just was a, a fun time. So if characters aren't your thing, that that's totally fine. If you're like warming up to it, just by the way, make a fool of yourself. I don't, I was a grown man taking these photos by myself with these characters. So yeah. like my mom and sister weren't even there. I had to give my camera to the, you know, like the character attendant. Yeah. And they would take photos of me, and I'm just hamming it up with these characters alone. And I get off the line, and there was mostly kids behind me. But like, whatever, man.
1: They're like, hurry up, dude. Yeah,
0: I paid <laughs> to be here. I'll do what I want. So That's right. And I got great photos out of it. I had some great laughs with them. So that's something to think about. Characters are everywhere. Um, John asked about the midship detective. You know John. Yeah. John Meets World and all the Good other Meets John. Worlds. John and um, Yes. So uh, he asked about the midship detective. It's an interactive game on the ship. Similar to the Ooh. Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom, kind of, and yeah. or like that, um, the thing that still exists over in Adventureland where you, it leads you around the Pirate different spots one. where you tap. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. So this is, uh, there are two kiosks on the ship where you can start, it doesn't matter which one on uh, deck two and deck five. So, you, you know, you get okay. there, you hit the start button, they give you a card to scan, it's got a unique QR code, so, you know, it attaches it to you. And then um, it has you go around to different uh, picture frames or like framed artwork around the ship which are actually enchanted artwork because as you approach it they start to come alive that's how you know you're at the right spot plus there's a little emblem on the ground that you need to stand on but when you hold up your card and then interacts with you there were two different difficulty levels we grossly overestimated our abilities and chose the harder one which we thought it was still for kids and maybe it is and maybe we're just dumb but we did not solve it. We actually couldn't. We, we didn't wow. figure out who did the thing. So, like, it's Muppet. It's The one we did was the Muppets theme, which, by the way, it's cool okay. to get some Muppets entertainment because they're doing the whole Muppets show basically yeah. for you each time you go to a new frame. Um, and we couldn't figure it out. We were like, we should have paid more attention. <laughs> I
1: Meanwhile, well, there are kids like, walking. Like so, <laughs> we talked to the people at
0: our table, which I didn't mention. We actually sat with people we didn't know at our table. And... Um, yeah. The, the teenager on the table was like, oh yeah, I knew right away it was so, I'm not going to say it, but it was so and so who did it.
1: You're like, shut up. And we're like, oh,
0: <laughs> we got confused. <laughs> we didn't know what the heck was going on. Um, but it was a really nice thing to do on uh, the sea days. Just know that you're not the only one with that idea. There are going to be other people mm. doing it, so you may have to be waiting in line a little bit. Um, so, you know, the earlier in the day or the later in the day, just like with most things, just like it is in the theme parks, there are fewer people yeah. out like early in the morning and late at night and the bulk of the people are out right smack in the middle of the day. Um, in addition to the midship detective, if you want, that's that's great for some air conditioned fun. If you want some fresh air fun, yeah. uh, Goofy's mini golf is up on uh, deck 13, I want to say. It's outside. It's a quick nine holes. And like I mentioned, it's outside. And they're like, you know, they're themed, right? They're fun. They've got like fun things to look at and stuff. Yeah. Um, just a, a quick little um, course to do some mini golf outside and it's in the back of the boat so like i mean it's truly the back it overlooks like the yeah. water which is really I'm cool i'm
1: also curious how how that is playing mini golf on a boat that's moving. yeah
0: on a, on a certain like wave height days you're like hmm but if yeah. it does however though if the if like the boat rocks in such a way where the ball goes in that's like free right that's like a free well, yeah,
1: stroke that's good yeah there you go
0: okay so let's stop and talk about something that is important to a lot of people and me because i feel like it may be a bit of a surprise to hear that I really prefer quiet time. I I'm not generally a super social person. I know that this is a very extroverted activity, hosting a, a you know, co-hosting a podcast with you, but mm-hmm. you know, the the other time I would rather just kind of like are. hang out and be quiet. In talking with and following um, one of my new favorite accounts, D Introverts by the way, shout out. I'll see if I can, I'll tag their uh,
1: Disney Introverts. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'll um, I'll tag them in this episode description so that you can all yeah. follow them too. They're always pointing out ways to find like the quieter spaces the quiet around the parks. And then Rick also asked about it too. Shout out to Rick. Um, asked Rick, about Rick, some quiet Rick, places. Rick. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned them. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, this the, the long hallway on deck three, which connects like the midship to the aft, so the middle of the ship to the back of the ship, it's this big long hallway with, with plenty of portholes. It was usually pretty empty other than dinner time because that's the hallway you have to line up in to get into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the middle of the day, there was no one there. So like this big, long hallway where you can sit up on the porthole. They will have like little cushions built in. And on the castaway key day, as an example, I know I posted about this in the story, but so that everyone can hear it around like three or four o'clock, I just was walking around up there. Um, I guess not really up there. It's low on the ship, but it's higher than the ground. So I was sitting on deck three and I um, was sitting in the portal and I realized there's like no one around. I got like a bunch of like nice photos of that hallway. And I just was up there people watching because everyone at this point was lining up to get back on the boat. So like it was just a cool like thing yeah. to see to watch all these people and like people watching is a fun activity in general. But I was just alone and it was maybe like one family would walk by every like ten minutes. Like that's on a cruise ship, yeah. that's like pretty good because it's a pretty contained area, yeah. as you might imagine. So um, the big long hallway on the Disney Dream Deck Three—that's where you might want to start if you want air-conditioned, quiet time, relaxation time, other than your room, right? If you still want to be enjoying the ship but not in your room and be quiet, that's a good place to start um outside on deck four which is officially the walking and jogging jogging uh deck which by the way i did run one morning out there did. i did my my five laps which is two miles um uh i and i did that zero times after that because i was that was too much i did the one day on fi- on castaway key my 5k and then i ran and i was like i'm on vacation i have to stop so yeah. um you can go for a walk. There's not a whole lot of people there. There are shuffleboard, um, you know, on the on the deck there and a few other things. But for the most part, people weren't really playing, especially the same thing early in the morning and like kind of around like dinner time. So if you happen to have the late seating for dinner, that time between like 6 and 730 when the, that first group is eating their dinner, you know, 545, 6, um, that's a good time to go explore a little more, um, especially if you wanted to get like that nice like sunset time depending on time of year. Um, there are plenty of really comfortable lounge chairs on deck four. You, you know, it's right. You can over, overlook the ocean. Yeah. And there were just never a lot of people. So people were napping. That's how like, kind of quiet and relaxed it was. We would just sit mm-hmm. there while we were waiting around for whatever was next. No, you know, if we had like a little bit of time, we couldn't quite do a show or whatever. We only had like 20 minutes. Right. We would go out there. If I didn't want to run, I did go out there just to take a walk because, you know, eating a lot of food. My body is yeah. used to moving. So yeah, I'm trying, move to it ke- around. trying to keep that going, right? Trying to stay, I guess you could say, conditioned. Um, so I would I would do some laps around, um, walking, and it just it was really nice, and you just don't get interrupted, and it's nice to enjoy the ocean breeze. You're on a cruise, right? Like enjoy the ocean.
1: Summer breeze, make me feel. <laughs>
0: um, okay, let's talk about Marvel Day at Sea, because yes. this particular sailing was a Marvel Day at Sea sailing, which means they dedicate one day to be just Marvel stuff so like the whole day is start clean.
1: at like first thing in the morning like soon yeah nine o'clock up, it's there's, like day. the first thing like okay. what
0: would normally be a regular character meet and greet it was the warriors of Waka- of wakanda so like you know okay. the ball chicks come out they got their big spears and they're like stomping around and doing yeah. their things i mean there's a more official way to describe that i'm sure but they're putting on their show like that was first thing in the morning Yeah. so like that already off the bat was just cool because I, I don't really see that i mean they have that at um, avengers campus in disneyland park in california right we don't have that here because you know we just don't have that st- most of that stuff here in disney world so um that's like right off the bat um i uh, you know favorited quite a few things that day for things that were unique to that day um one I got to see the Quantum Mania movie which was cool. That wasn't necessarily unique to Marvel Day at Sea. Yeah. Um they generally run first run movies on cruise ships but I I watched it on Marvel Day at Sea like staying in the in what the theme. What did you
1: think about it? It's hasn't really gotten great reviews. I don't
0: know why. I thought it was fun. I mean I don't I the thing yeah. is like I don't go into these movies expecting them to be life-changing experiences because they're like movies.
1: The, well, it's like the second to lowest rating I think it's Oh. The, of all the Marvel movies I enjoyed so. it.
0: Does it help that <laughs> it didn't got, specifically have to pay for the movie ticket? Maybe I don't know, yes. but even yeah. then, like I don't really care enough about it. I liked it. Yeah. I actually like Ant Man in general the least of all of like mm. the franchises of this. Um, but I thought the I liked the movie. I laughed. I cried. Wait, I did. Love cry. Paul Rudd. I mean, come I, on. I mean, what's how not, can not you to love like? him? So um, that was nice. Uh, I watched a Marvel Origins special, which was really intended to be for new Marvel fans. But they basically went through all the popular Marvel characters and talked about their origin stories, where they came from, like so, what people okay. prefer to them, how they all know each other and it was nice i don't know like it was just nice to get like a summary of everything because like there's so (laughs) many characters yeah it was nice yeah um there was there were some really cool things that happened this day and i debated whether i would talk a lot or a little about them because i don't want to spoil but Mm -hmm. i will tell you if you're on the fence about a themed day like or if you're picking choosing between cruises and one of them has a theme day and one of them doesn't I would say take the one with the theme day, even if it's Marvel, even if you're not super into Marvel, maybe someone in your family is, um, but it just is a slew of new stuff. It's like going to a park during an anniversary or like a special event. There's like something, or like a Halloween party. It's like a little something extra, right? And that's what it was. It was a a Marvel overlay of the ship. So um, up on deck 11, which is the outdoor deck, they had Mickey and Minnie's superhero celebration. So this was like earlier in the night, but it was still dark out. So like first thing, first thing in the evening, um, it was all of the the main characters dressed up like the
1: As Marvel Avengers.
0: Avengers, basically. So I, that's like the yeah. Hulk Donald that I was talking about. Right. He wound up doing a meet and greet later on after this, but this was like where he debuted in his yeah. smash shirt and purple hat on. And uh, right. Chippendale were. Like I was were...
1: confused when you were saying who each of them were because I was like, they're not really dressed like them, but I guess no, they're dressed like. They
0: were like bounding almost. Um, yeah. More yeah. than they were in costume. Yeah. It was like subtle, s- subtle, sometimes nods. So, like Goofy had on a shirt, like a red shirt that had like what could be like a, a light circle where the chest is, like Iron Man was. Like he was, quote, Iron Man. Yeah. It was yes. meant to be silly, right? Uh, right? Chippendale were Thor and Loki, but yeah. I described it as out of control because you you know i didn't know it was coming right so i didn't see any photos of these <laughs> things and uh, they were kind of coming out one by one and like strutting their stuff and showing their superhero move and there was also like a nice messaging there they talked about what it is to be a hero you don't necessarily necessarily have to be a superhero kindness is like being a hero that kind of thing so like mm-hmm. there were some nice messages in there but like obviously it was pretty tongue in cheek because they looked yeah. ultimately nothing like the characters they were dressing as but that's what kind of made it funny plus it's fun to it's fun to see the characters do like their their dog yeah. and pony show so um, later on in the night was what I call the atrium bonanza. So I don't even know what time of day this was. I think it was it was right before dinner. It was like seven forty-five at night, and I was gonna meet my my mom and sister down at dinner. And I forgot why we were separate. Oh, I was I saw the um, Quantum Media movie, so I was coming back okay. from the theater, and I'm just kind of standing out in the lobby and in the atrium, and I'm like, there's like a lot of people here. Like, what's going on? I guess I didn't check the app to see what it was. And then um, Spider-Man comes out on the balcony, followed by um, Thor and Mighty Thor. So, you know, m- the, the two versions of Thor that we now have. Um, yeah. So they're just out there, like, waving, doing their thing. And then on the other side of the balcony walks out um, Star-Lord, Gamora, and Groot. Like, full-size, awesome-looking Groot. Yeah. And they're dancing and stuff. And then, like, cut to the other side, one deck above them, Ant-Man and the Wasp walk out. And they're just waving to everybody. And then in the middle, Doctor Strange comes out. And then you look over to the right, and um, Kate Bishop, like new from the Hawkeye show, is walking around on the deck above me. And then you look over there, and Captain Marvel's walking around. Like, All of these people just came out of nowhere, and it was a character bonanza, and people were losing their minds, because it was like everybody. (laughs) And then Ms. Marvel walked out from the Disney Plus show. Sam the new Captain Marvel as made in the new um series you know in his series on yeah. Disney Plus. So like it, it was just so much to like everywhere you turn around there'd be like, some other Marvel and I'm an adult like coming right from I, if nowhere. I were a, Yeah, if I were a kid I like you know when in Austin Powers when the FemBots get overwhelmed by Austin yeah. Powers when he's <laughs> it's a, like, that's <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's like but the feeling kids, that it was. parents
1: were like, "Oh my god, we got to go. We got to get him out of here. He's going to explode."
0: <laughs> yes. Um so that's oh, that was the feeling. Yeah. Like it was a really unique moment because I just I just yeah. didn't know and it was there were just so many characters and it was really cool. Um oh. and they were starting to interact with, with each other like right. from across the atrium. It was really cool. And then if that wasn't enough, the thing at the end of the night on deck 11 upstairs um at like 10:15 or whatever was Heroes Unite, which was I'm gonna say, kind of a badass show, considering it was on a Disney cruise ship, because they they set it up to where it was um, it was like a live reporter. So they actually had someone out on the deck, like with people behind her, you know, pretending to be with the Daily Bugle, and was a live reporter. And then, like all of a sudden, the ship gets taken over by the tracksuit mafia, which is from the Hawkeye show. Um, So they come out, and then um, Kate Bishop comes down on like a, a wire from like one side of the thing to the other and like shoots an arrow, like it's a fake arrow obviously, but shoots an arrow at them and then they cut to obviously pre-recorded footage of her and someone else fighting, I think it was Spider-Man because he was the main character, um, fighting the tracksuit mafia like in different parts of the ship. So like mm. if you were a kid, you probably thought like, oh my gosh, we were just in the hallway and now that's where Spider-Man's right. fighting. And then right. Thor and Mighty Thor come out, same thing, and then like they, they cut to pre-recorded footage of them fighting different sets of bad guys it was the whole thing about going through the multiverse, and this that was like the overall okay. thread of this show, and um, and then it got bananas. Um, Spider Man was doing his thing, and then all of a sudden, uh, who was it that came that came down? Doctor Strange floated in from the sky. He's on. I, they have like this big you know rigging that yeah. people can fly on. Um, and then a, a villain comes out. I think it was the Taskmaster, which is from one of the other shows. I can't remember what. Who learns um, your moves and basically copies you. Uh, and then they make it so uh, Spider-Man looks like he's climbing the big tunnel of the cruise ship. Like it just every every time you turn around, there was something else. Um, yeah. Hawkeye comes out to kind of save the day at the end. Um, what the heck else was happening? wanda comes out scarlet witch just i don't know where like in a super like this was the actual ba moment of it yeah and she's up there like doing her villain like half villain half superhero business yeah. and uh, is floating across the sky and like there are fireworks going off because she's doing her red magic yeah and like the whole time i'm like this is on a family cruise ship like it was so well done um <laughs> on a and moving I, like
1: cruise ship <laughs>
0: in the middle of the freaking ocean yeah um and all these people are there's like spider-man's fall, you know climbing the thing wanda's flying in the sky um, Captain what's his name Doctor Strange was floating down from one deck to the other we're like what the heck people were going back and forth on the on the rope thing it was yeah. just like all kinds of like everyone got to do the little shtick um, all the characters got to do their thing and it was like a lot it was intense yeah. but it was so well done and so cool
1: I'm sure a lot of ooh ah!
0: Yeah, and then Captain Marvel flies in with her little photon blasters, like her arms were lighting up, and then no. she gets to the other thing and she's like, okay, she basically said like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, fly towards them and beat them. I'm I'm doing a bad job of paraphrasing. Yeah. So then yeah. like she goes into the tower and then a firework shoots out and that's supposed to like look like it was Captain Marvel flying away into the thing. Gotcha. Um just okay. like it, they made such good use of fireworks yeah. plus the, you know, like the things that they could do with the ship.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, too, the video you posted where the fireworks went off because it's like, that's like when you kind of realize like, oh, yeah, we're on a moving ship because the fireworks are like doing this. (laughs) Yes.
0: Because you're like
1: going forward and they're going behind you. Yes.
0: And the fireworks that I, because I didn't, I actually didn't post anything from Marvel Knight, the Heroes Unite, because I'm waiting to make a, a reels about it. Um but the fireworks you saw were from Pirate Night, which is a whole other night. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. There's Pirate Night. Um, but Marvel yeah. Day at Sea, big fan, um, if you can do a theme day, so they have it's not only Marvel, but right now Marvel Day at Sea is like the one. Um, yeah. like they, they changed the menus. Like everything is different. We ate at the same like it was the it was a repeat restaurant that night, but mm. the menu was different. Like the food items were different, they oh. were themed, the desserts at the buffet were themed. I had a little pim particle chocolate mousse okay. thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like a yeah. whole overlay yeah. of the ship. So definitely recommend, cool. um, especially if someone even if it's only one person of your 17 member family um group, one of them likes Marvel, this is the this is the ship yeah, for you. This is it. the Marvel Day at Sea for you.
1: Cool.
0: Okay. Yeah, so real quick, Pirate Night. Everyone dresses up like a pirate. You go out onto deck eleven and there's a pirate party. There are fireworks. Captain Jack Sparrow was there. That was also okay. a cool time. Same thing. They yeah. like do like they did some improv. They did some singing. We sang um, uh, Yoho, A Pirate's Life for Me. They put the lyrics mm-hmm. on the board. And that's when you realize that the lyrics of that song are a bit odd, turns out. <laughs> that's an abnormal song. And really bad weird eggs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They talk about being bad eggs. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'd like to round out this conversation about my time on the Disney Dream with some pro tips. Okay. So, something you are allowed to do, but may not know, is bring on your own beverages. So, you know, if you're flying here, follow the rules of the FAA and TSA, but, um, you can bring water on. So I brought, we brought bottled water on. So in my one suitcase, I fit not only my mattress topper, but bottles of water and then all my clothes and everything else and food. Actually, I did bring food on, but not in a weird way. Um... So bring bottled water. It's great if you're not flying. So if it's a port in your in your state or in your area and you're driving to the port and it's easier to bring it, absolutely bring bottled water. And I'm um, assuming
1: it has to be um, sealed, like sealed yeah. bottles of water.
0: Yep, and yeah. you can also bring in alcohol. They don't restrict. I believe it has to be... Um, well wow, like beer bottle
1: per person and it's like i didn't beer, hear wine. A, a, i didn't hear a maximum Certain amount of fluid ounce okay
0: i didn't see any of that i will say please consult the ever-changing rules and regulations on yeah. the Disney Cruise line website but you can yeah. bring in beer wine and something else i think i think it's maybe not hard liquor but you can bring beer and wine um okay. so just fyi if that's something you want to do you can do that And something I learned on um, this particular sailing is that you can request certain restaurant rotations. You can also request to have a private table. You may not get it, but you can request it. um, If you have a a smaller party size or, you know, we were a party of three, we got sat with a party of three. So we were a table of six. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can request as long, you know, if there's a spot, they'll try to do it. But in terms of requesting your dining room rotations, if it's a certain restaurant, you want to make sure you eat at twice. If you're on a, a cruise where you would be doubling up because it's more than three nights um you can do it so you know we there was only there was one restaurant we only ate at once but let's say that was our favorite restaurant we could have gone down and say hey can we eat at the royal palace twice like whatever rotation is where that's in there twice can we switch to mm-hmm. that we could have done that um so if you're on a ship let's yeah. say like the wish where there's uh the arendelle restaurant and your family's big on frozen maybe you want to request that that's the yeah. restaurant um, twice. you eat at twice if you're on a cruise long enough or whatever. So in this one, um, there really Which aren't one would any you have specific
1: repeated if you like had a choice,
0: it worked out because the Royal palace was the one I liked the least and we only ate there once. So the other okay. two were of the same okay. type for me. Um, so yeah. yeah, but you know, different ships have different themed restaurants, you know, Tiana's place was on the wonder and I think one other ship, like that was a cool one. So if I had to repeat some, you know, one on the wonder, that probably would have been it. I thought it was cool in there. And then the last pro tip I'll tell you is bring some extension cords. These ships aren't really like new. So uh, as an example, I slept on the couch, the sofa, couch, bed thing situation. Um, There's no outlet near that because it's like across the the room at the little desk. So I just brought my extension cord, which I learned when I was on the, the Wonder. Uh, last time so bring some extension cords it will make your life easier the newer ships like the wish they probably have a lot more usb ports because it was built in this century uh this decade at least (laughs) um but just know for like the older ships just bring some bring some extension cords
1: Hmm.
0: gosh i'm talking a lot Wraps up everybody
1: cruise extravaganza should we wrap up this episode do you have a quote for us
0: i do have a quote for us
1: before we wrap it up and Greg finishes us with a wonderful quote, as usual. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcast. We appreciate that. You can also follow along with us on our Instagrams or our TikToks at that park life podcast. If you want to follow our personal accounts, um, you can do so. I am at the real Beth McDonald,
0: and I am at the Disney Greg.
1: And also, if you want to ask us a question, you can do so on our IG highlight. It's Ask Beth and Greg. That's at That Park Life Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks, you can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com and submit a magic gram. It's free for you, free for them, free for everyone. We just love sharing the magic lastly if you want to join our lovely gang of disney nerds, you can head over to patreon.com slash that to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives and we just sometimes have some disney secrets and sometimes mm-hmm. we just talk about things that we don't talk about in the big episode um and you get a lot more fun content over there so head over there that's patreon.com slash that and lastly don't forget our amazon shopping list if you want to know what we'd like to use in the parks um We've got some Disney run things, items, and park items. You can check that out in the description of this episode. Ooh, All right, I Greg, should, take it away. What?
0: I should add a list of things I brought with me on the cruise. The cruise, there that. you go. So add if you new are list. planning a. Yeah, I will do that. Okay. So I do have a quote. And to stay a little on brand with part of today's episode, I did pick a quote from a Marvel movie. This one, particularly, is from Avengers Infinity War. Said by Thanos, and even though he might have been evil, he did make a little bit of sense here. Quote, the hardest choices require the strongest wills.
1: The hardest choices require the strongest wills.
0: With that, we leave you all. We'll see you next week for a resort rundown that we said we'd do a couple weeks Finally! ago, but now we're actually going to do it. Yeah. Yes. We're
1: doing it. We're doing it. All right. Resort rundown. We'll see you guys next week. Right. Bye, everyone. Well, we're here. We'll hear you. I don't know will be You'll here.
0: You'll hear us next week.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes. All right. Bye, Bye. everyone.